0: Welcome to the Dead Bedroom Revival Podcast My name is Curry, your host And I am excited to be making this episode Well, so we're going on to the series, we're part 2 And today we're going to be talking about the most coveted attachment style that is available Which is uh, usually, it's called secure attachment And usually these people are people that come from a really good family Where the dad, mum and dad are... Secure, or at least they know how to communicate their feelings, they know how to communicate their needs, they also are emotionally intelligent, so they know when things are not quite right and they address those situations. And therefore, when they communicate with the child, they also do that with love, with nurturing, and they make eye contact, they play with their children and those are the attachment bonds that makes the child feel safe and when you feel safe in those interactions, they it makes it so much easier for you to then cope in life in terms of any other interactions that you face and they did an experiment with this to actually uh, figure out how um, a child or where the the child is at and for for the child that uh, a child that was with uh, a secure attachment, uh, what they did is that they brought a child with a mum into a room when the room had full, was full of toys and the, the child would have gone and started playing with the toys because the mum is there and then the guy who was running the experiment would sort of suddenly just take mum out of the room and then they would watch from a window and as soon as the child realized that mum is gone they would get into a state of panic and fear and then they'll start crying and then as soon as mum comes back into the room um the child would get over to mum and then (laughs) cuddle mum and then would then feel secure that i'm safe again and then will resume playing so When you see it from that perspective, and with the other ones, it was different. Uh, With the other ones where there were, you know, um, abandonment and abandonment attachments, they all would persist on the crying because they would not be able to um, sub- move away from that level of fear into security. So this is why this one is the most coveted one because you, re- if you are in that situation, you're very secure in yourself, uh, which means that you can offer freedom to your partner because sometimes uh, if you find yourself in the anxious type attachments um there's quite a lot of manipulation within the relationship now this is controversial because i've said this a few times people say no i'm not manipulative and my wife is not manipulative but uh whenever you come from a a a sort of uh, lost self of self and low self-esteem um usually within that relationship uh, there's a part of you that behaves in certain ways that is manipulative in order to serve your, you know, self, you know, whatever thing that is causing you to have that self-doubt or whatever. So, for instance, uh, if uh, the pers- you went out with your friends, your boys, you're going out to play golf or whatever, uh, when you come back. She would make it into... You end up in a massive argument. And it's got nothing to do with you playing golf. She will make it out like it's got nothing to do with you playing golf. But it would be such a horrible thing for you to go to play golf. That, you know what? I really don't like going to play golf. Because when I come back home, it's absolute shit. And then, or vice versa, it could be... Before you actually go and play golf, she will feel sick. And then, you know, you feel bad about leaving. And this is based on stories I've heard about this. So there's certain behaviours that will come up and that will be manipulative and the same kind of normal, but they're not normal. So it's when you've got that sort of secure type attachment style, it makes it so much easier to be in a relationship. Now, it's possible that you might have an attached, you might have a secure attachment, but now you're attached to somebody. You are now... Within a relationship, with an attachment of anxiety. So again, you being able to understand how it works, especially what sort of anxieties that they feel, and whether it's separation or if it's avoidant. So if it's, uh, you know, if it's one of separation, then you would understand how to maneuver around that sort of person, and also make them feel safe. So you can both meet each other's needs and then therefore have the tools for your relationship to flourish. So it, it is, it's, it's one of those um, very interesting subjects because I could go on and on about this. And I'm just sort of giving you an oversight if you want to get more information go to www.deadbedroomrevival.com and we'll discuss more in detail with this and really just dive in deep so I can give you the tools so you can transform your relationship and have the best frequent sex ever. So when this, when, having a secure attachment isn't just exclusive. And I don't think, I think I personally believe that You can be um, anxiety, you can have an anxiety attachment and transition to a secure attachment. I think there are certain things that uh, with knowledge comes with power. So, by understanding what sort of trauma you've faced and understanding what sort of uh, things that trigger your anxiety and your fear you can overcome your fear. You can confront your fear. And as you confront those fears, and you can heal and get better and therefore get into a place where you are secure. So, And I, I think that's one of the things that you can actually do. And some of it has to do with, you know, actually confronting the thing that you think is scary. So for instance, if you're putting yourself out there and you know that you're going to be rejected, I think I would rather take the rejection. Before, I used to sort of avoid rejection. But now, I'm quite happy to... And this is, uh, I'm just saying, all walks of life. So, um, for instance, uh, if I was trying to get a, a raise or a promotion... Um, instead of me just sort of wondering and maybe or not and then just going on in my head, I would actually go to the manager and say, excuse me, I, I've been working here for whatever and I've done these things, specific things to to show my skill. Um, is it possible that I can now move to the next step or ask them what's the next steps for me, what steps, what steps do I need to take in order for me to get to the next level? And then if they tell me, then I'll be, okay, execute. And then try and get into that next level so i think most people they just sort of don't do anything people there's people that hate their jobs right now and they've talked about i need to change my job i need to get another job or a different job and then because they are so afraid of rejection you know they will not make that move and some of you guys are in this sexless relationship and you know that this person you're with is very abusive And they are very cruel to you. And you do not see anything else that is going to fix this relationship. Just because you fear to be alone, you rather take it and not do anything about it. So again, this is is so powerful that sometimes we think less of ourselves than um, a situation like... I uh, I heard this before, and I, I I in my head I thought I would never repeat this, but I think I should because it, it probably will, to transform your life as much as it transformed me. That uh, somebody said that uh, you are in a sexless relationship because you've chosen to, and I know it's it's cruel to say that. And it. It sounds cruel, but um, it. Somebody say that to me and That's really transformed Because it's like How did I choose And it's not That you consciously said Oh I really want to be In this relationship But it's the way that If you have always failed To communicate Your feelings And communicate Your needs Then The fact that you can't Convey them And successfully Gets Sympathy from the other person So they can see what, What's happening in their shoes um, Then the, anything else that happens after that it's now up to you so like if that person cannot just feels empathy and they're like oh I'm really sorry that I'm not giving you any sex and I can see how that's affecting our relationship and then they don't do anything about it um, they've empathised with you so they've said they've seen you your your pain and they understand what's going on but they just feel like that's your thing whereas if they sympathise with you then they go oh my god I could feel what you feel that's not really good so they then put steps in for uh, in place to uh, make things work and continuously work so again it's, I know it's cruel when I say it that way but if you think about it you are in this situation because you choose to be in this situation and it's not that you again you, it's not that you chose to be in that situation but you're attachment style has led you to be in this position and your attachment style is stopping you from moving out from that situation so hopefully that sort of makes sense and sort of gives you the idea that okay shit um the the shit that has happened to me when i was a child has affected me and is now sort of manifested itself in my relationships and is now affecting my relationship so hopefully that is helpful information um Go to www.deadbedroomrevival.com. You'll be able to get a link to your Facebook group where you can also come and ask questions. So I can really go dive in deep, deeper into some of these topics and sort of even understand what is your attachment style and how you can use your, the knowledge of your attachment style to have better relationships. So thank you very much for listening. I'll be seeing you guys very soon. Take care.